0: Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love You But.
1: Very nice, very we... nicely delivered. Thank
0: you darling, with me Jenny Gear,
1: And me, the other half.
0: How are you today my lovely husband? I'm
1: alright, I'm getting through January mate still kind of following on from last week's uh figuring out of my head but um this week I'm quite excited because tomorrow morning I have decided to visit where I grew up and I haven't been there for 30 years 30 wow. years I am going to face a lot of the places that had a, the biggest impact on me um some good some bad some I'm looking forward to some I'm not looking forward to but I just, I, I've, I've got to the point where I feel like I have to do it, and weirdly, strangely, I want to do it, and I think it's going to make me a uh, uh, stronger, different person. It's what going are you to be amazing. To? What are you up to this week?
0: What am I up to this week? Probably just holding everything together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you know cooking? How it goes?
0: <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to, aren't I? What are
1: you going to cook? I haven't
0: got Chef Chris in the house. What the hell am I going to do?
1: Well, it's pot noodles and toast, isn't it? No,
0: I think you're being a little bit unfair. I I shall feed my child perfectly. Um, And me, I'll probably have half a bottle of sparkling wine and yoghurt. I
1: thought he was going to (laughs) say that's just for breakfast.
0: (laughs) It's interesting this. Because of the last couple of emotional weeks that Chris and I have had, it suddenly occurred to me we touched on it last week, but it's quite scary how much Chris is exactly like his star sign now for those of you out there who believe in star signs I don't know what I believe but I like to believe it I try is it and believe believing, it believing
1: or is it more kind of like are you into it or are you not into it I
0: think maybe it's an into it I'm, thing I'm
1: into it if it's good <laughs>
0: yeah I- to it i like i'm into it but i'm not into it enough that's the that's the problem like i yeah. want to know more about it and i never do it's like one of those things i never get around to looking into so i, I thought i'd have a look and see what the the traits of a piscean are oh right now i think... breaks
1: down in january picks himself <laughs> up in february loves football
0: pisces is a sensitive water sign
1: no shit
0: <laughs> ruled by the planet neptune yeah your sign is fluid and tends to be sympathetic to the underdog. That's true. It's so easy for you to feel other people's experiences that they can obscure your own. O M mm. G. You can be vague and escapist. Yep. <laughs> but make up for it by being compassionate and intuitive.
1: Okay. Wonderful. Well, that's nice. I mean, that's that's. Um... Hang on. Oh, you're not done. Not
0: done yet. Pisces people are known for being emotionally sensitive gracious and emotionally aware i would agree with all of those when it comes to you mm. i think you are gracious you're very good in an argument i mean you can be obviously you can be like a bit of a twat but then <laughs> <laughs> but then you are very good at sort of saying sorry and all the rest of it pisces characters are regarded for being among the most sympathetic of the zodiac signs and they will go to great lengths to ensure the happiness of those around them
1: a bit too much a bit <laughs> Well, that's nice. I think that's uh, that's aligned with um, being an empath. You know, they talk about, mm-hmm. you know, are you an empath? I do. I take on um, the, the worries of the world and, and it's, it, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's great and I feel very connected to people. And other times, hence this week, it's just taken out of me. Yeah, you wiped out. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying doing this. I do find it cathartic because it's not like a performance, a podcast, is it? This is what I'm learning. No. When I first started this, I thought I need to perform, I need to be funny, I need to be uh, informative and all these things. And of course, hopefully we are. But it's also an outlet for people to to hear a, a just a human experience.
0: Yeah. Isn't it? I I I think that's how this podcast idea started off. Was that we were Going through some challenging emotional times, and we wanted to see, we wanted to share with people and hear from people about how they dealt with similar experiences, but we just didn't quite know how to. We weren't going to call it like, "Hey, Jen and Chris, the agony aunt, you know, whatever," or that yeah. you know, it was like we'd be awful at that. <laughs> yeah, so it was more like, let's just be us and see what happens. Mm. So,
1: and I think what having the jingles breaks mm. up. Um, <laughs> always gotta mention the
0: jingles I, well I
1: love it I love yeah. it obviously I think uh, got a new le- jingle today yeah we have I mm-hmm. was just about to introduce it oh are
0: you well hang on we've got to do Scorpio first Scorpios and Pisces I, I talk like I know what I'm talking about but I supposed to get along very very well because we're both water signs but I think I must have a Pis- Scorpio, Pisces Scorpio
1: a water sign
0: Scorpio's a water sign everyone thinks it's a fire sign because they think we're fiery
1: you're quite feisty
0: Am I? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm a typical Scorpio, but tell me if I am. I mean, I've you always are. thought that Scorpio. <laughs> Thanks. I've always thought that Scorpios are supposed to be um, sexy, tick. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Fiery, tick. Um.
1: Self tick. Uh,
0: supposed to hold grudges is the other one that I remember. Loyal. Loyal. Do you think I hold a grudge?
1: Mm. Well, that's interesting that you say that, is that one of the biggest banes of a Scorpio's existence is that they are widely misunderstood. Would you agree with that? No. For these analytical water signs who continually plan several moves ahead Mm -hmm. to arrange an eventual victory, life (laughs) is a game of chess. This does Ooh. not necessarily imply that each of these women born under the zodiac sign have evil motives.
0: Well, I think you've got the wrong page. What page am I on? Don't it. Know, but it shouldn't be singling out women either. No, I, I mean, just went to. Men are Scorpios too, guys. And actually, well, obviously,
1: I've googled it, yeah. and I haven't gone to the the first you, page.
0: I just went to the first page. Did just you? The first no,
1: page. it looks like have like, I've looked up.
0: Have you changed page?
1: No, I'm still on. Um, EvilScorpio.com.
0: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's a joke. I'm not on
1: EvilScorpio.com. That's not even a thing.
0: The whole point is, I don't think I'm a typical Scorpio. So I I want you to get like the actual facts. Oh, hang on. Number
1: four. She's easily offended. (laughs) Dare Um, you? (laughs) She's the epitome of possessive.
0: (laughs) Do you think I'm possessive?
1: Six. Very defensive.
0: This is not doing... Seven. Yours was lovely.
1: She holds dark secrets.
0: Well, that's bollocks. I can't keep a secret for a toffee penny.
1: Eight. Overly inquisitive. (laughs) What? Nine. A valiant woman. She is sharp-eyed. What does that mean? Almost, (laughs) Almost all Scorpio women have the tendency to quietly observe things carefully. They enjoy silently observing from a distance and forming their own thoughts on circumstances.
0: I think I'm coming off worse here
1: <laughs> this, uh, than you. It's, it's not as flattering as the page that you were sent to, No, is it? No. I put traits of a Scorpio woman. Well, don't put woman. Why? You are a woman and it's, you're well, a Scorpio. Well,
0: because
1: it comes up with evil woman, that's why. <laughs> I did put traits of an evil Scorpio woman. Yeah, you I did. Just... <laughs> because of its incredible passion and power, Scorpio is often mistaken for a fire sign. They are famously discreet and even secretive. That's twice that's come up now. Mm. With an air of mystery around them. Five facts about Scorpios. Oh, go on then. Scorpios are one of the most intense and passionate signs.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Okay. They can often feel misunderstood. That oh, again. Oh, totes. They are often secretive and discreet. Oh, bloody secretive! Here, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> they're often secretive and what? And discreet. You're not discreet. I am discreet. I'm not secretive, though. But they're always observing and paying attention to detail. True they don't shy away from the unknown <laughs> and Scorpios are very protective of the ones they love I okay uh who should a uh, Scorpio marry oh go on then oh who other water signs like Pisces
0: oh bang on mate bang on mate we did it
1: I love you but yeah <laughs> uh you also have psychotic tendencies as well <gasps> with your Do with I? with your yeah well bloody right you're secretive and you got this air of weird mystery about you all the time <laughs> Mar- like to keep things interesting oh what does scorpios do in bed uh here we go um i'm, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> just i'm whizzing down a google homepage. scorpios are emotional lovers and fiery ones in bed
0: better than being watery in bed <laughs> <laughs> go on uh... you know, i notice on the podcast that i always say go on to you go on it, and it kind of annoys me when I'm editing. I do also, it a lot. we Forgive had a, me for that.
1: We had a lovely message from a big supporter of the show, Tom Kells. Tom, a lovely man. We've never met him before. He lives in uh, uh, near Atlanta, is that right?
0: Well, he said he's not far from Atlanta, yeah.
1: And um Donna, he said, <laughs> I want you to continue calling it the poddo every said, time you call it the poddo, I smile.
0: He said he'd be sad if we stopped. so I think we might have to reinstate the poddo. <laughs> I've kind of got used to it anyway. I love the podsky. What else does Scorpios do in bed Well you're all on
1: fire at the moment in bed, Uh, it's hard to match their energy because they're very sexually active and (laughs) zealous. (laughs) I often come into into bed at night, I brush my teeth, I look over to my zealous wife. I'm thinking, oh, um, no, she's firing up for something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> there it is. There it Can is. I just
0: say this only because I go to bed before you?
1: Are Scorpios good kisses? Yes, they are.
0: Aw, thanks, nice. mate.
1: Uh, how do Scorpios act at night? <laughs> Typically plagued with high energy levels.
0: Well, it is true that I used to be a night owl rather than a morning bird. Or How whatever.
1: can I impress a Scorpio in bed? Here we go. <laughs> Here, we bring you four steamy tips for Scorpio <laughs> men in bed that drive them wild. Oh, oh that you makes... don't want
0: to impress a Scorpio man in bed, do you, Chris?
1: <laughs> Why not? When in Rome. <laughs> Keep your eye contact with him.
0: <laughs> no, all right, interesting. When it
1: comes to making love with a Scorpio man... Eye contact. Can
0: I just just say, this is a bit of a waste of time yeah, because yeah. neither of us are going to sleep with a Scorpio man.
1: You never know. <laughs> How do you seduce a Scorpio? Go on. Like, let's, pre- let's pretend it's... Okay, let's
0: pretend it's right uh, back in the day ooh, when we back first Back in met. the day. What Ready? did you do, Chris?
1: Be overtly flirtatious and tease him. Oh, it's still on the man.
0: Oh, for God's sake. The
1: right, okay. <laughs> i tell you what, Jen. Do you know what I'd like to hear?
0: What would you like to hear? Hang on. But before we do... Can you, like, write to us or DM us or something and tell us... DM us? us? Yeah, DM, that's what all the youngsters say.
1: I think about 12 years ago people said that, didn't they? No, DM (laughs) means
0: drop me a message. No,
1: it's direct message. It doesn't mean drop me a message. There's no dropping involved.
0: (laughs) No, drop a message In, in your inbox. Drop me a message, anyway. Look. We've said to everybody, email us at thegearsears at gmail.com. No one's doing that, But no they? one's doing that. Everyone's DMing us. So everyone's dropping us messages. <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you to see if you do think we're typical Scorpios and Pisces from what you've heard.
1: Are we Are we doing a spiritual podcast now? Why not?
0: Spiritual, um, well-being, no. comedy.
1: Comedy, jingles. Uh,
0: jingles, mate. Jingles.com.
1: Speaking of which, you ready to launch this puppy?
0: Are you telling everybody what we're doing now?
1: Oh, yes. It's the very first segment of Jen's Scary Stories. Roll the jingle.
0: Now this is quite an incredible tale. I hope it's not too scary. I still want you to be able to sleep at night and in the morning. So, the reason for this segment is because I am a keen and avid follower of... Murder. True Crime Podcast. (laughs) Murder. Uh, True Crime Podcast, which I just love and I find it absolutely fascinating. And it's interesting that so many women that I know, particularly women, actually, are so into it. And Chris is, I think, slightly befuddled by my obsession with it.
1: But I'm intrigued... And I do love a little scary story. That's why I'm excited for this Seggers.
0: Ah, but I, th- I think probably because you're such a sensitive Piscean that there's enough misery in the world without having to go and envelop yourself in, in a load of, you know, quite intense... But what is
1: it? What is it that you love about it?
0: It's absolutely fascinating to me what drives people to commit such horrific and heinous crimes, for a start. I find it... I have to try and understand it. And I also feel as though it kind of helps me feel a bit safer in a weird way because I feel like I can almost look out for myself. Like, I feel like I'd see something coming now, you know. And, and the third reason is, the most important reason for me, is that the oh I only listen to true crime podcasts that really highlight the, the tragedy of the victim and speak about, you know. To
1: honour their, their to honor story. To honour their
0: story because it's doing a service to the people that went through such horror mm. to, to watch it and to to feel thankful that it isn't you. There's something about that. I think, is mm. that a good description? I think that's
1: great. Yeah, it kind of encourages um, gratitude, really.
0: Okay, so the very first segment is going to be something I found out about before Halloween. Now, Chris knows all about, Haunted attractions, don't you, Chris? Because you had to film one in You're the Worst.
1: Oh, yes. Do you remember? Yeah, like a proper horror house.
0: So when we're in, like, Los Angeles, well, when you're in America, these haunted attractions are huge, aren't they? I have found the most extreme haunted attraction to tell you about.
1: Oh, where is it? In
0: America. It's called McKamey Manor, and it's owned by Russ McKamey. Um, originally it was in San Diego, but it's not anymore. Um, He used to live there, but now it's in Tennessee. Okay. Um, And he only moved there recently. I mean, I think recently, being a couple of years ago, and many complaints have been made since he moved to this uh, new residence because they've heard various screaming (laughs) and all the rest of it, and they think that there's real crimes being committed. Anyway, um, this is like an all-round year attraction thing. It's not like... um, You'd just go on Halloween or something. You can get like, like an
1: annual family pass. <laughs> to this place, can you?
0: You cannot, right? If you want to go in this horror house, you've got to sign a 40-page liability waiver to participate. 40? 40 pages, right? And you've got to be over 21. And you've got to have a medical certificate and a psychological evaluation from a doctor before you're allowed to take part. I'm the, out. I'm out. The waiver signing takes absolutely hours. And this Russ McCamey, drags it out and out and like explains everything that might happen to you which is like part of the first bit of breaking you down mentally oh God. can you imagine so examples of things that might happen to them when they sign this waiver and start the experience oh, I'm nervous. they're usually kidnapped to start with from their home or their place of work
1: nice great start
0: okay so duct tape on the mouth and then bundled into the back of a car
1: this is, this is the first part of the experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you're paying for this experience as well. No,
0: you don't pay. He doesn't want any payment. He just asks for dog food for
1: Brilliant. his dogs.
0: It's insane, actually. He doesn't earn any money from it. So we'll get on to Russ in a minute and why he does it. Okay, so you've got to sign a waiver to say you're all right if they shave your head during the experience. Great. They might Free
1: haircut. Every cloud.
0: <laughs> Waterboard you. What's that? It's when they sort of half drown you and then pull you out again wow you might be buried alive with tarantulas
1: you might be you might be it's not a guarantee
0: (laughs) i mean listen i mean they're not gonna let you die but they're gonna let you suffer it's real life torture but it's not real but it is real do you know what i mean um so they when when he's going through this waiver thing they play on your fears so he'll say what you're scared of and if you're an idiot, you'll tell him. Um, so if you're scared of... I'm
1: scared of being buried alive with tarantulas. Right. Yeah, this mate. This is your place.
0: Spiders, rats, snakes, clowns, it's all happened. They could break your bones by mistake or fingers because they're allowed to touch you but you're not allowed to touch them.
1: Not allowed to touch them. Not man. allowed to touch Of course them. not. That would be...
0: Um, one man had his head put in a box of bees. <laughs> Jesus. They forced you to eat rotten eggs. Some people had contact with raw sewage. Um and someone was threatened with a running chainsaw.
1: And people go to these things? They're, like, popular?
0: The, well, listen, the tour can last from 8 to 10 hours, but very few people make it past 30 minutes,
1: for obvious reasons. 8 to 10 hours? What, you stop yep. for a sandwich break or something? Or are you just being scared shitless exactly, for 10 hours?
0: Exactly. No, you don't get a break. And McKamey Manor was famous to start with because... There was no safe word, so you could only get out if you begged them and they agreed. So now they've been forced to, to give a safe word. So if you say the safe it's word, you can the leave.
1: Stuff of nightmares. Exactly.
0: If you actually do last the whole thing, if you get through Mackayme Manor, you can win twenty thousand dollars. But right. but there's a huge waiting list, Chris. There's over twenty four thousand people on the waiting list. What? And there's only like two or three done a week. So the likelihood of you getting chosen and having to go through that is quite slim anyway. I mean, God knows why you'd want to.
1: Do you think think people go in... Well, obviously you think people would like to go in because it's entertaining and -hmm. all that, but I'd like to know what kind of people do this. Well, it's
0: interesting because I saw on the website for McKamey Manor that they've been featured in a couple of programs, one of which was on Netflix called Dark Tourist. So if you go to episode eight, right at the end of the episode, they, they go and they interview Russ McCamey, Which
1: So I've watched that. How old is he? I
0: think he's like early 60s. Late fifties, but he does it all himself, and he because he used to be in the military, so he breaks you down, okay. and he like you're blindfolded, and you put headphones on, and he forces you to wear a onesie. You have to bring a onesie with you, like of a of a, like a dog, or a, you have to look like an idiot. It's about humiliation as well. Right? They can beat you, they can kick you, they can roll you in stuff, they can force you to eat your own sick. It's just awful. I don't know why you'd want to do it. Anyway, if you get through it. And you don't want to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, you can win $20,000. I don't think... I think one person has made it all the way through so far.
1: And the others are just scarred for life.
0: And no deaths have happened, but there have been heart attacks. Get, of course. Yeah. And and I think the people that do it, the people that want to do it, are adrenaline junkies. They're the same people that jump off buildings for fun. They're the same people that they get such a rush from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is... So extreme that very few people can get through it. Very, very, very few people can get through it. It's it's fascinating to me. So the funny thing is that funny, not the funny, not the funny thing is, but because of all like the sort of mock kidnappings, you know, to start with, they were bundling people out of vans, you know, and the problem was that the general public are witnessing this. Yeah. So the the police are getting called because they thought, even though these people have signed waivers and they've said, "Oh, I'm quite happy for all this to happen to me." Um, even though most people end up in hospital afterwards, the police are arriving on the scene. So now he has, to, whenever it's they
1: really have... blurring the line between reality it? and entertainment, isn't it? It's oh, like definitely. Extreme.
0: He would say that too. But now before each quote-unquote show... He has to call the police and tell them, right? I'm doing a show, so don't come. Yeah. You hear somebody screaming. They're not really being murdered. Yeah. We're just pretending to murder them. <laughs> if you see it,
1: if you see your mate with a, in a box full of bees, just don't worry about it. It's all part of our wonderful experience. He asked for it. And he signed away Would you you tell
0: him what you're scared of? I'd say I'm really scared of like a massive bowl of chocolate mousse. That's what (laughs) I
1: (laughs) say. I'm scared of crisps.
0: (laughs) Yay! Anyway, um, I thought you might enjoy that. I thought that was... not enjoy it is the wrong word, but, you know, find it interesting.
1: I do find it interesting, Mm. actually. Thank you very much for this new segment. I think I want more of this.
0: I shall entertain you again. Right.
1: Did you just say, let's just do a little bye-bye? Let's that was the do... cutest thing ever. Aww. Jen just leaned in and went, let's just do a little bye-bye.
0: Let's just do a little bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Like oh, you quick... always
0: say thank you to me. Yeah. I th- I'd like to thank you.
1: I just think you're great, mate.
0: Oh, thank you for though I'm secretive and sharp-eyed. <laughs> Whatever that means.
1: <laughs> I married you for your sharp-eyedness. <laughs> and uh, you're very hot in bed. You're kicking the old duvet off.
0: I... <laughs> One leg out. Why does that work?
1: <laughs> OK, shutting up shop, aren't we, Jen? We're
0: going to shut up the shop. What are we going to do this week, Chris? Are we Are going to close the door? We're going to...
1: Uh, lower the hatch. We're
0: going to button down the
1: hatches. I can't wait to tell you all about my uh, pilgrimage next week. I can't wait to hear all about it.
0: Please keep listening. We love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in every week. We really appreciate it, especially to our followers who who text us and everything. It's just lovely.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. Right, I'm off to book us into McKamey Manor for a Christmas <laughs> vacation. And uh, and did you hear about the guy who got his uh, Viagra pills mixed up with his sleeping pills? No. He had 40 wanks. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.